It's the Muppets Minute Show with Oh Nick and Annie and special guest Dustin. Yay! Yay! It's time to talk about the Muppets movies minute by minute. Today we're talking about the Great Muppet Caper, Minute 14. Minute 14 starts with Pops telling us what the Happiness Hotel doesn't have and ends with Ralph jamming on the piano. Hey, I want you to know, just before we get into it, that every time I scream, hey, I wave my hands around Kermit style. I just want people at home to he know does. that. I've ex- witnessed it. With various levels of enthusiasm, episode to episode. Mm-hmm. Expect no less. It's, it's nice <laughs> Today's that, was very enthusiastic. Yeah. It's nice to have someone who's been here before because he, he knows he's supposed to yay and yell and yeah. get excited yeah. there. By the way, it's also... I almost run out of breath because I'm adding a name and it's like, I'm used to just ending after Annie. It's like, oh, I have a couple more words to say. And I'm like, I got to take a deeper <laughs> breath before I get into yes, that. Yes, you're learning. Anyway, uh, this is the one you've been waiting for, Dustin. This is why you're here. Yeah, I love this song. It's a great song. I, it's funny because I, uh, as a, as I was talking to people like like they were like like this is the song this is the song they remember this is the song they sing um uh, like I know people who apparently like perform this like for things in school um like this is this is the song that kind of really really stands out um, that's that's interesting that like people performed it because yeah, yeah and the Muppet movie has three or four like classic songs that right. um that that people know that mm-hmm. you know that you've seen like people do covers of and that kind of stuff and I don't I've never heard, you know heard of that in this you know with this song in particular but this is you know the standout song of the movie I think yeah I would I would say and again I don't even really remember. The other songs in this movie. I mean, I remember the one with Piggy later, but um, yeah, what is Stepping Out with the Stars? Is that in this one? That, that's a good song. That's too. a good one that's too. That's a good song. Yeah, it's not that they're bad songs. I just think it's it's hard to follow up the Muppet movie with all of its fantastic songs. Like it had so many hits. Mm-hmm. Like every song was amazing. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have to wait till the end of this movie to tell you which one is my favorite. But this is definitely this scene in particular. Not just the song, but this scene in particular mm-hmm. is one that I think of when I think of this movie, mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. I, I'll have to wait to kind of pick a favorite as well. But like, I'd say the difference between this one and the Muppet movie so far is in for the Muppet movie, the music in the Muppet movie. I feel to me, this is you know personal opinion. I feel stands on its own lyrically and musically, like where mm, I can fair. just listen to it on the soundtrack. This one is like I want the visuals like for the opening number hey hey we're you know hey a movie where where mm-hmm. I I need the visuals in order for that song to completely click as a great song same here I need the visuals I'm not just going to pop this one in and, and listen to it and hum along necessarily I mm-hmm. want That's yeah that's a good observation I agree I want with the you. visual gags on this one Mm-hmm. Uh, so, well, let, let's kind of get into it here. We we do start off with pops. Uh, again, we're, uh, we're we're hitting a table and making stuff move. So, he yeah. Did table. you guys talk about that? Yeah. I noticed that they do that a lot in this movie, yeah. where somebody slaps a table and something falls off, or so, something falls off a yeah. wall, and it's a great like little trick to integrate them into their environment and just like make it seem somehow real, you know. And it's also com- comedic, just knocking stuff over. Yeah. Right. We were saying too, it adds to just a lot of the manic 
activity mm-hmm. and, and motion on the screen, which in and of itself is probably, it adds something. You may, Maybe even subtly or, or not, you wouldn't even notice it. But And that scene with Tarkanian at the beginning of the movie, he's banging on yeah, every desk yeah. that he walks by and stuff is flying into yeah. the air. It's we even ridiculous. noticed at a moment, like one of the human actors kind of <laughs> jumped. It was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Pops like notices it fall. What is it a candlestick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 a candlestick. He looks yeah. at it fall because you can see the candlestick is like hanging off the table, and yeah. somebody just yanks a string or something to make it and pulls you know, it. Yeah, you know, to but, pull it off the table. <laughs> it's a great little. It's a great little effect. Yeah, and he he. You're right. He definitely watches it. He notices. Now, what do you think about the effect of the fly? It's mm. definitely it a digital great. effect. Doesn't work. Well, it's it's animated on. Animated, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then it, it just literally disappears the moment that he it, uh, that he swats the fly. Yeah. I think the problem is that there. I mean, there's many problems, but there's no shadow, and so it looks like it's just something stuck to the. Wait, whoa! What's that? Oh, there's like some noise on the mm-hmm. on the film. But I think there's here. noise there because yeah. yeah, there's it's a composite yeah. image now. Yeah. That's yeah. That's funny. You can see some noise, and then you can see this really obviously cartoon fly. Yeah, there's no shadow. There's no depth underneath it, and so I think that's why it really stands out. Also, I don't know why it would be blue. So yeah, we get into this great song here. What what a uh, how about the lyrics? Does anything like uh, stand out in the lyrics? Yeah, Nick, I have them in front of me, but why don't you read them? Oh, I love reading lyrics. It's my favorite yes. thing. Oh, there's no fire in the fireplace. There's no carpet on the floor. Don't try to order dinner. There's no kitchen anymore. But if the road's been kind of bumpy and all you need to rest a spell, what? And you need to rest a spell. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome home to Happiness Hotel. So It'll- we don't have anything. Don't, why are you here? We don't have none. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real fun, folksy song. It almost sounds like, you know, like a commercial for best western yeah. or something uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the kind uh, of lyrics you wouldn't say any of this no. stuff but the kind of lyrics you know if you need to rest a spell all that kind of stuff yeah. sounds like a best western commercial More to like me worst eastern <laughs> so basically they all we have seem a spot. thrilled to be there though we need to point that out <laughs> so the lyric in this minute that bothered me even as a child was there's no kitchen anymore mm-hmm. because there is a kitchen until it gets destroyed later in the movie. Well, yeah. Uh, so the continuity of that bothered me slightly as a child. But again, it's just the Muppets absurdism. And, you know, you just got to take it as it comes. It kind of makes me think of um, Master of the House from Les Miserables. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's a musical fan. But, because they're always just talking about how they're doing <laughs> they're doing everything they can to just kind of keep it together. Mm-hmm. Like Dustin and, keeps forgetting to give spoiler alert warnings, by the way. Oh, that's all right. I assume anyone listening to this has probably seen the movie all the way through at least once. We'll we'll see what happens. Uh, No, but uh, yeah, you're right. And maybe he's just warning them, uh, you know, you probably don't want to order dinner here, you know? Yeah. It's it's no good. There's no, or whatever they refer to as a kitchen is not actually a kitchen. Mm -hmm, Maybe he just means it like metaphorically. Yeah. You know? No, what do you think? Do you think this place had a heyday? You think this place was like awesome back in like, I don't know, the 40s, 50s? <laughs> Maybe. 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 I mean, it was happy at, at, at some point, right? right? It you had to have been. Yeah. Looks like it was kind of ritzy at some point. Yeah. It fell it just, into it, you know, it changed management. 
I have to say, I'm obsessed with this cat with the eye patch and how he's just bopping along. So there's a long shot of this cat It's here, very right? long. It, it has to fill, like, you know, the musical interlude between lines of the song. So they just hang on this cat for a while yeah. sitting by the radiator. <laughs> this cat with an eye patch on. And right. I wrote down, who is this cat? Yeah. But then I realized I had found out, you know, who Robert Morley was right. on the Muppets fandom wiki yeah so i thought well i'll just find out who this cat is and i don't remember what i typed in but cat with eye patch or something <laughs> and uh the cat is a character called gaffer that mm-hmm. is introduced in episode 19 of season four of the muppets okay so, this so is really... uh, he's always hanging around backstage but sometimes appeared in sketches did he have an eye patch i believe he had yeah. an eye patch in the series but i was not i did not remember this cat I feel like I should put an eye patch on Mulder, and this could be his Halloween costume <laughs> one year. <laughs> he could go as Gaffer the cat. This is amazing, though. I just I wanted to think like, not only what sort of tragic event le- <laughs> led him to lose his eye, but what what kind soul has fashioned a a makeshift cat sized eye patch <laughs> for for him to wear, so as not to uh, horrify any onlookers in the hotel. Yeah, but he has a tragic history. I want to know about it. I want somebody to write it. Oh, my gosh. I love Gaffer. He's just bopping, though. He's happy. Like I said, like everyone is super happy to be here. You know, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter that the place is a complete dump. They love it. Yeah. Anyway. Everyone is very happy at the Happiness Hotel. Yeah. You have anything to say about Gaffer, Nick? Uh, So this was uh, Jim. Apparently, Jim... uh, Gave the cat to uh, Catherine Mullen to uh, to perform. She was uh, uh, she was the one behind the cat, and this was like kind of her way of uh, this was her first like Muppet to kind of use to uh, hone her skill. Did she ultimately end up doing like a bigger one? Um, she was on she was a lot in Dark Crystal, Fraggle Rock. Um, after this, uh, she also assisted with uh, Frank Oz in the in uh, in with Yoda, and then Empire Strikes Back. Wow, nice. she went from Gaffer yeah. to Yoda. Yeah. Well, I have to say, I'm very impressed with with the the puppetry on Gaffer. He's it's pretty good. He's he's <laughs> just you know he's dancing. I love it. The cat itself, though, I like the steam that's kind of coming up for that. I like how they added that little thing because, of course, the cat would be next to the, you know, want to be warm next to the next to the heater. The steam was a really nice touch. The radiator, yeah, oh yeah, because it clearly is like broken. Uh, we should talk about the uh, the options mm-hmm. that uh, that the customers <laughs> have. Well, first of all, Robert Morley introduced this hotel as somewhere you could stay. For free. Right? That's true. And then they come to check in, and Pops gives them three options of payment. Yeah, that's true. Well, nowhere's really free, right? <laughs> it's a, you can't get a free ride anywhere. But they do have a they do have a legitimate free option, yes. which is option C, sneak out in the middle of the night. They can pay with credit card, cash, or sneak out in the middle of the night. Right. And they all, they all decide that that's the option they're going to take beforehand, which isn't probably the best strategy <laughs> but pops doesn't seem to mind he no. says it's a very popular choice it's a very popular yeah. choice yeah. yeah i love that interaction that's another like classic groucho Marx style joke yeah well I mean, it's kind of like we're not going to offer you anything so we don't expect anything in return exactly he's like <laughs> i expect that yeah it's i like it it's great yeah. 
One of the great things about this uh, song and how it's like staged and, and put together is that like the further you go into it, the more and more of your favorite Muppets keep showing up, right? Mm-hmm. More doors open and more Muppets pop your he- their heads out that you recognize. And I really like that. And I think having them just all at this hotel is a great convention just to get them into the movie, yeah. right? So unlike the Muppet movie where you have to meet everybody one at a time, yeah. you have to do that again here in the universe of this movie, they're meeting these people for the first time, but we just get it all done out of the way all at once. Right. I mean, legitimately, who else do we have left to meet Piggy? Right. Mm -hmm, I mean, everyone else is taken care of, so Mm -hmm. we don't have to deal with all these meetings. Yeah. I like that too. That's a really good point. Do you guys feel that Scooter is a little out of place here in this? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) But he's, you know, he always turns up in the most inexplicable places. I've just got to believe he's still managing the electric mayhem or whatever their name is when they perform in England. He's their group at this hotel. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's there with them. (laughs) That makes sense to me. And I'll take it. And he, you know, he's always again, he's always happy to be everywhere. We we I think that last time we all agreed that Scooter was probably one of our least favorite uh, right, Muppets. Yeah. But he but he is very happy. Like whenever I see him, he, he his face he kind of makes me happy cuz he's he's pleasing. I'm jealous of that green jacket that he has. That shiny green jacket. jacket. I would wear that. It well, is I a mean, pretty He looks a little too happy, too clean to be staying in this hotel. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't buy it that he's actually staying here. I think he sneaks out and stays at a better place. Well, everybody else goes to sleep. <laughs> well, he does say if you've got luggage, keep it handy. Maybe he does keep his luggage <laughs> handy so he can leave. <laughs> Maybe he just takes everybody else's luggage and cleans up. Goes if you've got place. luggage, keep it handy, yeah. but you're running out of luck because yeah. the bellhops ain't too organized and the elevator's stuck. Look at that. So I got, I, I do have something because, you know, we're going to be talking about these characters movie to movie. And so, you know, I don't want to rehash the same things with some of the characters, but I did find something else interesting about Scooter that I know we didn't talk about last time. All right. Uh, and, and I find this interesting as a baseball fan. I didn't know this. So the, the baseball player for the Cincinnati Reds, Scooter Gannett, is actually named after Scooter the Muppet. Uh, oh my gosh, that's funny. He named his he got his nickname from the character Scooter uh, on the show. Technically, he named he, he was named after the, the the Scooter from the Muppet Babies because that was like his favorite show as a kid. That is really funny. And so, as a child, he would constantly remove his seatbelt while traveling in the car, angering his mother. His mother then took Scooter to the police in an attempt to scare him into keeping the seatbelt on. When the police asked for his name, he replied with Scooter instead of his birth name, and then has gone by it ever since. <laughs> you know why that's actually really funny is because Scooter is my nickname that my dad used to call me when I was a kid. Really? really? Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's real. And I have no idea if it's from this or, or not, because it's not like this was something that we discussed or, or had a, a you know special thing. It just It's what I think of when he called me that. I would think of this Muppet. It's pretty funny. And then just a weird thing about the, this Scooter Gannett. That's the name he like actually goes by. Uh, he's a pretty good player. He was named to the 2018 All-Star Game. He's also uh, one of uh, 17 players in Major League Baseball history to hit four home runs in a single game. Mm. So there I've heard lots of stories about parents taking their kids to the police or having policemen come over to teach their kids a lesson and scare them. I can't imagine that. No. I, I, I can't imagine anybody no. I know doing that to their kids. Yeah. But that's crazy that that's something that parents used to do. I, it I is. thought it was just a TV thing. I honestly did. I didn't think people no, really did times that. Times were different. Times <laughs> were different. Yeah. 
That's funny. So I don't know if I mentioned it last time I was here, but yeah, Scooter, whenever I think of Scooter, I always have to think of the tragic and mysterious disappearance of Skeeter yeah. from the Muppet universe. Yeah. Even though she was introduced later, you know, she was there as a child. What happened to her that we're only left with Scooter oh, in the Muppet universe? Oh, no. Yeah. That's a really good question. You know, there's a new Muppet Babies on the Disney Channel right mm-hmm. now, if you've seen that. Didn't bring back Skeeter for that. I nope. wonder what happened to Is Scooter Peter? in that? He may not even be in it. It's kind of a, like a, yeah, a I mean, I don't, slimmed down cast. But they Scooter's introduced in a it. new female Muppet because I mean, it's like you a new, can't get it's like away a bird with or something. Yeah, it's a, she's a penguin, I think. A penguin, yeah. But they could have just kept Skeeter. You'd think they would have just brought them back. Uh-huh. They they always made me think of um, the Rugrats, Phil and Lil. I, don't, I feel like that was based off of yeah, Scooter and Skeeter. I think so. But you're right. I never actually, maybe we talked about that, but I never actually thought of the uh, the implications of that. Like, what did happen to her? Really, these these characters have been together since childhood. Yeah, is she estranged Skeeter, or she, is she dead? Uh-huh. It's one mm-hmm. or the other. One Either way, it's pretty tragic. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, the last part of the song in this minute is uh, Rizzo saying, so if you don't mind friendly animals and can learn to stand the smell, well, welcome <laughs> home to the Happiness Hotel. So we're introduced to Rizzo. Is this his first appearance? Mm, no. Uh, not his first. This is his first film because he wasn't in. Uh, so he's Muppet in the Ruby. series? Yes. Yeah, was he on the, the series? Episode yeah. 418, so season four. Uh, he was introduced in an episode with Christopher Reeve. Huh. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Uh, so he's in his, a, his New Jersey accent. Yeah. So <laughs> he's in a lot. He was in a. T- he was in all of season five. He was a big player in season five. Um, season four, he was just in it for a few episodes. Uh, then this was his big, you know, bigger role. And I think uh, I think he even he's, has a bigger role in Manhattan. Yeah, he yeah. features pretty prominently in Manhattan. Yeah. But, There's but, a lot of Muppets in this shot, this yeah, last this, shot here. Right here towards the end of this minute is this great shot I was talking about where all the Muppets poke their heads out. And you're you're watching it and you're trying to be like, oh, that's so-and-so, that's so-and-so. Mm-hmm. That's you're trying to, to point them all out. But we get to do that because we get to pause it. What well, do you see here? We in have, addition to the... Go ahead. Oh, I, well, we have the uh, the, the jug band, the... the mm-hmm. Lubbock well, Lou. is that true, or is everybody the Electric Mayhem here? Well, who's no. this guy with the yellow hair? He's sometimes he's in the Electric Mayhem. He just doesn't get a lot of screen time. He's yeah. the trumpet player. He's that guy that showed up in the Disney World thing, Nick. He, yeah, his like, who is that? Lips. Oh, well, that makes sense because he does have lips. <laughs> that's that's something most Muppets don't have. That so yeah, he's the one Electric Mayhem guy that we uh, didn't have last time. Showed up in that right. Disney World, yeah. Uh, thing and uh, so he shows up occasionally to play with uh, the electric mayhem just when they need a trumpet player yeah. exactly season Sometimes you fi- just gotta he wasn't introduced until season five really interesting yeah. so crazy uh, crazy Harry's in here Lou Zealand the fish thrower is in here and then I thought this guy on the right was the Muppet sportscaster he's Nigel I believe from the those those sketches where They'd be doing opera or something. You mean like that purple that. guy? Yeah, the purple yeah. guy, Nigel. Yeah, Nigel. Right? He was always paired with some girl in the series, and they'd do some terrible romantic scene. You're right, because the person I don't think I don't think it's Nigel. Nigel, the one I thought it was. I don't. Oh, you think don't think so? <clears throat> no, because I Nigel think he's was the sportscaster. Yeah, I think Dustin's oh. right. Nigel was a different character. He was the one who hosted the Muppet Show before Kermit. 
And he, and he looked different than that. So that's not him. Huh. But And then we also have this weird, like, piggy lookalike. Yeah, who's the piggy lookalike back there? I know you. we see her from time to time in the series. Right. I think that they, before Piggy became an actual character, they always had this sort of lady pig character that would come out and make, you know, they'd use her for jokes. But it was a different kind of model than, mm-hmm. than Piggy. Mm-hmm. And so I guess they just kind of kept this one around Andy and Sue. still use it. Annie Sue. And I always thought she was cuter than uh, Piggy. She <laughs> well, de- we'll have to- she's definitely more attractive. There's a lot to, there's a lot to unpack there. I, there is. I mean, we're going to have to have a discussion because we'll she, see her closer up in the next minute. She but. is. She has a good figure. She's- <laughs> Nick has uh, some feelings um, about Miss Piggy that yeah, are inappropriate. Huh? But, the, so right. in the Muppet show, Annie Sue, uh, Miss, Miss Piggy saw this, uh, this other pig as a rival for Kermit's uh, attention. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This is sounding, starting to sound, what season would that have been? Uh, she was like three. Okay. A lot in three, I think. Did they not pick that up in the recent Muppet series? Well, there's a pig. Didn't that he date, date he, another pig? Another at the beginning pig. Of yeah, that Kermit series? has a thing yeah. for pigs. It, it's a little. It's a little. I mean, I get it. Everyone's got their type, but it's a little strange. Uh, so, an interesting fact about Anne and and Sue and Sue A N N I E Sue, right? Yeah, yeah, that would be Annie. Gosh, why you're are you talking? That, you know? You're only talking to somebody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what's Wait, going your on name is Annie. <laughs> <laughs> you even already said it like three times. This is this is bizarre. <laughs> Doesn't look right. Uh, Annie Sue. Uh-huh. Is, your name is Annie. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> I love this is just occurring to him. <laughs> oh man. Oh boy. It doesn't. What, do I spell it like that way? Yeah, I guess I do spell it that way in the uh, top part of the script. All right. Anyway, Annie <laughs> Sue is an example of one of the few right-handed Muppet characters. Oh. Because her performer, Louise Gold, is left-handed. Interesting. She's a right-handed performing character. You mean well, she's, because, a, she's one of the few left-handed characters? No, because if you're right-handed, you're performing the um, the arm with your right hand, I believe. Right. Your dominant so, hand is the so one performing the arms. your dominant hand, yeah. If, you're, like, if you were to do a Muppet, what would be more? You would do your left hand, even though you're right-handed. Because it feels weird to do the right well, hand. Well, I am left-handed. Oh, yeah. So, so that would that feels... that I would do the mouth with my right hand. Correct. Right. So we're acting it out right now. Yep. And I would do the, yep. the the hands with my left so hand. So you would use Annie Sue. She'd be your Muppet. Let me let me try and figure that out. That doesn't look... The way I mean, she's coming she's, out of the door here. I suppose it doesn't really matter which, t- which side she's coming out the door, does it? I guess it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't. But yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know that was even a thing. That nope. makes me think of like um, the left. What was it that we were talking about before? I feel like it was like the left-handed, the left-handed store. I don't remember who I was talking about. Like somebody actually made like a left-handed store joke where they, it sold all <laughs> a- items for left-handed people. Well, Ned Flanders has one in The Simpsons. Yeah, that Is that what? Okay, okay, Simpsons. that was The Simpsons. Okay, thank you. I knew it was a thing. Okay, I'm not crazy. Yeah. But yeah, that's what makes me think of. Very, very strange. Nice little tidbit there, Nick. Yeah. So uh, Louise was uh, uh, kind of one of the first big uh, uh, female puppeteers for Henson mm-hmm. and uh, one of the main female puppeteers for Henson and the only British member of the Muppet Show performing team. 
Hmm. Interesting. Even though it was uh, done in London. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, it was it was mostly Americans overseas. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she yeah. Uh, she teamed up a lot as an assistant for Jim Henson uh, at first, and then started getting her own um, her own characters. So. Uh, that was her. That was her big one, and she performed her all over the place in different uh, different things. Then went on to do a lot of Sesame Street and uh, some other different things for the Henson Workshop, and then they uh, brought her back for a nice cameo in Muppets Most Wanted. Hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. nice. So uh, yeah, one of the instrumental women in uh, in Henson's uh, workshop there. That's cool. Good to know. Yeah. Anything We're else? introduced to Ralph, but we don't have to talk about him yet. Yeah, just a, just a little bit. And it's I, a little piano break here before yeah. Kermit shows up. His ears really do just look like they have their own little, you know, <laughs> their own little strings attached. I know they're just flopping around, but it just makes me laugh. Well, we will close out the week tomorrow. Uh, in the meantime, go to MuppetsMinute.com. See what we have in store for you there. Love it's Minute on Facebook and Twitter, and uh, then join us tomorrow for Minute 15 of Muppets Minute. Bye. See you later. Bye.